Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Damaku. Inside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dinker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Task one is that. You are watching the internationally known. It's at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of the internationally known, sorry buddy, Dudes at Ringside Podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther, the bird, and now for introducing from the top of Metal Mountain all the way down to all 50 states and the globe. Yes, Geek? Go ahead. It's the happy heel himself. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, Internationally No? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? I hit my microphone. I'm sorry. I looked at myself in the mirror, and I I, I decided not to go anywhere. (laughs) I had a botch. I hit the mirror. I hit my microphone. I'm sorry, friend. I apologize for it. All right, Geekin. Uh, We're on the prefaces of the Royal Rumble. This is the day before the storm. Literally. For well, the storm's tomorrow, actually. Yeah, East Coast, we're getting a, a little bit of a storm, but Pennsylvania's my 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 cat, my little Pike County. You're gonna, you're gonna get buried down there. No, I got spared. Oh. <laughs> I, got spared. I got Jesus. She wasn't the storm wasn't that mad at me last night. She actually uh, she spared me a little bit. I might um, get buried here, so get but it's all right. So geek, let's introduce the guest. You got it, geeky. Today? Yeah, I'm waiting for you. Okay, let's give a war. Dudes at ringside, welcome to PD Skills. What's up, dude? What's going on, gentlemen? How's it going? Welcome. Thanks for having me on the show. Much appreciated. After seeing you on your Instagram live all the time, I'm like, Let's bring this dude onto our level. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I just chill out. That's usually uh, me on my lunch breaks during the day, just uh, seeing who's out there, checking in. Yeah. So um, if our fans aren't familiar with you, introduce yourself. Well, uh, PD Skills, obviously. I, uh, I'm from Windsor, Ontario. I Mostly, you can catch me on the Ontario uh, Indie Circuit. I do... Uh, branch out from time to time obviously i am currently the no ring north hybrid champion and that's a uh, no ring death match company out of ontario Ooh. awesome awesome cool we we do love our death match wrestlers here on dudes at ringside we love we love all kinds of wrestling yeah, yeah you know, same, same and i do all kinds of wrestling uh, you know whether it be in a ring not in a ring Catch his catch can, catch his catch cannabis. Uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> catch his catch yeah. cannabis. If you want to explain the non-ring, you, you could, for our fans that might not know. Yeah, so um, there is a style out there, the no-ring death match, uh, you know, and a whole no-ring wrestling scene. Uh, it was, uh, you know, 
it's uh, it's been popular outside of North America for years. And then uh, a wrestler by the, the name of Casanova Valentine, which I'm sure you guys are familiar with, he popularized the style in uh, the United States. He's come over, done a couple shows, a couple death matches with us over in uh, Canada. And then a uh, promoter by the name of Warhead, uh, who was running Death Proof Fight Club in Ontario, decided to rebrand as a no ring company uh and started the no ring north project which actually because of the pandemic kind of got put on hold for a bit and resulted in some like private tapings even some outdoor shows that looked almost backyard-esque with great uh editing but now you know the wrestling's been back back in front of live crowds it's definitely a different experience um even though i have done an arm drag uh in a no ring death match it's not the normal so it's a completely different atmosphere uh, if you haven't had the chance, make sure you check out like whether, you know, no matter where you are, there's, there's ones in England, uh, Kumite pro wrestling. There's, you know, there's new fear city in the United States. There's no ring North in Canada. There's, there's no ring wrestling, uh, you know, popping up in a lot of places, even some companies when they've had venues cancel on them have thrown up no ring shows in the middle of nowhere, like on a pop-up. Oh, wow. Is that the so most, like- you- Sorry, go ahead, Joe. Go, 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 go. I was just going to ask if that was the most unique, like, match type you've been involved in or if there's been others. It's definitely a different style. Um, And it's very environmental. Like, one show was a cage in a parking lot. And the next show was just wrestling throughout a bar. So it's very environmental. It's almost it's almost like a Def Jam Vendetta esque, or like in the old in the video games when you're like doing the backstage brawl. It's but you know you lose, you don't have your off the rope moves, and technical wrestling kind of doesn't necessarily look like it has its place outside from you know brutal submission moves and stuff like that. You just got to think completely different than you would in a regular wrestling match. It's not like you're not bumping. You're not fucking bumping. Like I joke with people, I'm like, wear knee wear big knee pads because you're just you're selling to your knees. Yeah, pretty much. He you said death man the vendetta. I can't even tell you how many times if I wasn't in the mood to play SmackDown, I was me and Geek were playing Def uh, Def Jam Vendetta, right Geek? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. those it's solid games. He'll be back. That Geek's Geek uh, computer probably died. So yeah, so Def Jam Vendetta, like that game was my my shit. Like if I didn't, if I did not want to play SmackDown, yeah. I'm playing Def Jam Vendetta. Like, they were good. They were good games. Oh, like, I preferred like, them over some of the release, like the main WWE releases and stuff like that. When there were years that I just couldn't dig the game, I'm like, well, I might as well play something different. That's fun, right? Like, who was your favorite wrestler out of the whole Def Jam Vendetta series? Like, out of all those guys? Ooh, that's a tough one. One because I haven't played in years. And I didn't really have like, it was just, it's not like when I play a WWE wrestling game where I'd want to play as my favorites. When I'd play like a Vendetta game, I didn't already have like a predetermined favorite. So it was just like any other video game where I want to play all the characters. Yeah. I, I Only always... regular wrestling games I find I zero in on a specific character. Yeah, with the exception of Mario Kart because Yoshi for life. But Okay. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm short and I, ha- I have a mustache. So I always run to like, I... People always think, oh, he's going to run to Mario. Of course, I have a Mario hat in my room, but I'm a John Leguizamo fan. You know where this is going. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Luigi guy. 
<laughs> Luigi guy, there you go. Like, it's John Leguizamo. Uh, Luigi Mario, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I met the guy twice. John Leguizamo is the coolest, most chillest dude you'll ever meet in your entire life. You fuck. He is funny as hell. Let's see. <clears throat> I remember oh, what I remember the day I found out that Mario was Captain Lou. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, you never seen that yet? No, like I, I just like when I was younger and I found that out, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Like I didn't know it right away when I was young. When I used to watch it, it wasn't until I was like a teenager that I'd piece that together. Oh, sorry, Geek will be back. He got kicked out for some reason. I don't know why he got kicked out, but he'll be back. That's unfair. How do you get kicked out of your own shows? I don't know. <laughs> See, and I, I got, you know, when we were doing the rundown before the show, you, you know, I Good asked thing, what uh, I could do and what I couldn't do. You said, don't get us kicked off Twitch. And then he just goes and gets himself kicked off Twitch. <laughs> Geek, why are you kicking yourself out of your show? See, he, he we talk about other wrestlers and then he gets kicked out. You can't blame Joe. <laughs> Joe didn't, he, he gets mad at me for talking, uh, having girls on the podcast, yet he gets himself kicked out for just, you know why? He was too quiet. <laughs> happens. Twitch didn't like it. They said he's out. Yeah, yeah so. you're out of here. Yeah. So, what do you think about it? Like, have did you have you see um have you seen any of the new stuff that they're doing for uh, the new SmackDown game coming out? Have you seen any of the pictures? Absolutely. I actually just I think I just today was able to mentally lock down my choice, and I think I'm just gonna go with the deluxe edition. What like? I gotta get. I have my money all set for it on the side. I have my tally, my 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 guap all hidden in the, in the corner. I got the last deluxe. And did you see what the deluxe come with, comes with? There's geek. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Did you see what it comes with? Yeah. And the only thing for me, like, I'm gonna get the digital, so because I don't play SuperCard anymore. I did at one point, but I'm gonna get the digital. Uh, it sucks that I won't get the classic Mysterio and Starcade because I just have a PS4 and there's no way I'm buying it. Like I'm almost exclusively play like Call of Duty and wrestling games, so I can't buy a new system just for that right now. Wait, they the won't, wait, they you want. don't get the classic Ray Mysterio? Yeah, you don't get the '96 or yeah, the '96 Mysterio or the '96 Starcade with um, with uh, PS4 or Xbox One. It what? Has to be, yeah, it has to be next gen only. Oh, you mean? Yeah, the, fucking heard something about, Did you see the Undertaker, the mat with the gray mask? Yeah, that you still get. That's that that you'll still have. That's why I finally settled on the deluxe because I honestly I don't see myself playing as the NWO guys. Oh, I'm no. a, I'm a current I'm a current wrestler player more than anything. I don't know why. Mm. You see yourself creating yourself in the game? Like I create myself every. I day. haven't in ages actually to be totally honest with you what's weird is there was a period of time where i took like when i had a kid and everything i took time off wrestling that was probably the most recent time that i made myself in wrestling after i started wrestling again myself i was like man no <laughs> no i'm just gonna go out there and do it myself this year I'm gonna make geek in the game because mm -hmm. every year I would make this these my my older friends I used to do stuff with and I make this guy and that guy and every year geek could tell you me and him in college were like animals with the SmackDown game right geek mm -hmm. it beat the crap oh, out like of we're me and my buddies like we're all vicious with that with the SmackDown games forever we'd have WrestleMania tournaments every year like we got a trophy and everything. Oh wow, like, we, we should have did that. Damn it. What the fuck were we thinking? We, we like to, we go too far. Year, like we haven't played in two years because of COVID. And 
all that, but um, it's it, it gets pretty bad. Like, I still have the trophy I have for the last two times we played it, and like, I'm not above calling somebody's wife in the morning and be like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go tell your husband that no matter how bad I beat his ass tonight, you're still going to love him in the morning. <laughs> Joe, tell I, me a story. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, we should have just did the dudes at Ringside Championship for the video game bill. Oh, my God. we Dude. We, <laughs> There's an we idea tell right the there. story about college, how me and you would play, like, all the time. You tell the stories better, though. I mean, like, well, we'll we beat the crap out of each other. We'd play the game. We'd beat each other. We would be, like, a bloody mess. But for that for that time for the SmackDown game, it was, like, PlayStation. Was it PlayStation 3? I think it was PS, PS, PS2. I think it might have PS2. been PS2. Our, when they started adding the blood, me and yeah. Keith were both covered in blood, bodies all red, sitting in the center of the ring. Couldn't move. Couldn't that? move. We couldn't move. Couldn't move. We'd just punch each other and we'd go right. full. When you, guys, when you guys would play against each other, if it was more than a one-on-one, like a multi-man match, did you guys ever play like with the honor code where like, final two like you don't try to pin each other unless it's the final two yes we, yeah you know, we tried to do the kick out thing which i oh one two kick out we try to do that we would make them we make the match longer and the time limit on the clock on the corner would be like an hour and something that's <laughs> yeah, like my most commonly broken truce when it's like an elimination chamber i'm like i'll look at someone and i'll be like final two pack and they're like yeah and then it's down to like final three and i'm like bam hit that finish <laughs> we would, we would do, me and Geek would, I know my other friends that we used to play Smack, uh, before Geek got to college, like, we, my other friend would cheat, and he would, we would always start off with all the finishers. Oh, yeah, when they're not looking and you jam that button to stock your finishers up, that's such a oh. dick move. I do it all the time, especially, or you just go one direction and get the infinite. Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yep, yep. Like, and then we would always start. My friend would always start the match off, and we would go. Do I'm like I always want to do the grapple because my character is a grapple slash luch, yeah. a grapple luch as I call myself. A gra- I'm a grapple luch, and I go to grapple him, and he he magically gets the smackdown. I'm like, are you serious? And he hits me with with what like three f fives in a row. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, it's not a match. If I was gonna, if I'm gonna sneak finishers in, like at the start of the match in those games, I'd always make sure it was a running finisher guy. Mm. So just on the open, you just come out strong, and it's beautiful. Yeah, I I just can't wait to see the the creator character mode, like how they what what they added to it and the faces and stuff like that. Because yeah, I might they might be the year I break the streak and like make myself because. Now that I've gotten back into graphics design and doing a lot of that kind of stuff, I'm like, I could probably make like, and I make a lot of other people's t-shirts. I'm like, I could probably just start making people in the game. <laughs> well, if you ever, you have a, you said you have a PlayStation four, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you make, if you're, if you think about making me, let me know, <laughs> make me and geek. Uh, well, the thing is too, is like, cause I, with the face scans, like if you have the face scan, and you have your own logos, it's pretty easy to make anybody, right? You just slap your face, you slap your logos on the right clothes, and you're good to go. It's the movesets that suck. I don't have the patience for movesets. Mine's easy. There used to be simple simple moves back in the day, and then now it's like 300 moves. I'm like, I have to go through every single one of these moves to put... N64, N64 was like... 
eight grapples, four off the top moves, and then your strikes and running strikes. Bing, bang, boom, done. Now it's like you're like 10 strikes for this button, <laughs> 10 strikes for that button. That's insane. It's like, but who knows? I, this new engine might be friendly, right? Yeah, it better be because Did the, the AW. Last... I haven't played games in a while. Did the AW game come out yet or not yet? No, not it's yet. Probably waiting. Not yet. I'm excited for both. I feel like they're gonna bring it. I think they're waiting for the. I think AEW is waiting for the SmackDown game to drop to see how the 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 air is gonna be before they drop their game. Because what if the WWE game is totally like. A, a success and they bring well, up the ew game and the people are like these graphics are not what it, these these yeah, oh, yeah but, but yeah, i but, mean also like it's been two years without a game because 2k21 got canceled right so like yeah i feel like there's a big advantage to being first out the gate because motherfuckers are thirsty for a new video game because you're gonna laugh also he, also the aw also has the no mercy engine too yeah so they, that's what they're going for something close to right yeah. yeah, like so, which is dope. I told mm-hmm. Geek, I was like, if we, if you get your money right, Geek, buy a PS4. Well, I'll somehow set up my thing, and I'll get my headset on. You get your headset on. We could play online and play a game live on Twitch. And both games, both games. You get you get the new SmackDown. Our guest right here will make a bet. If Geek gets a PlayStation 4, I'll tell you. Hey, what's going on? What's up? What's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Geek gets the game. I'll get the game. You get the game. We'll all we'll all set up a match and have a match for the dudes at Ringside Championship. Oh, jeez. We're, we're definitely going to do that. We're definitely doing that. It's yeah. Happening. Have a, hard, a nice hardcore match. A cool hardcore That's, match. Whenever what people like. People are asking when are you guys gonna have a match. When you get it's like you guys don't want me and Joe to have a match. It will never end. We'll <laughs> be up to like five o'clock in the morning playing on Twitch. You guys don't want me and Joe to have a match. It's like because like you guys hear I hear all these stories about this match, and I'm like, you guys don't want us to have it's, a match. You no, know, you do want to see us fight because we have so <laughs> many great matches we've done in the and nobody has seen them. Nobody well, has seen go, these then. matches. We went. got to make it happen. Yeah, we went from one. We went from like morning as I'm drinking my coffee in the morning to lunchtime. That was a long ass match. My friend and, and our buddy Mima Mania used to join us too. So he's like, or he, my friend, our buddy that's not in the chat today was like this. Guys, I want to eat lunch, and we're like five more minutes. You said that like five minutes ago, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fine. And we would just pause the game and run to eat, grab the food, run back to the room. And, to, and my buddy's like, I wanted to eat in the cafeteria, not here. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so do, what kind of uh, hardcore matches ha- have you uh, done? Oh, God. Um, I've done uh, barbed wire, like barbed wire web matches. I mean, obviously, I've played with barbed wire millions of times, done thumbtacks, uh, you know, Door d- doors with multitudes of doors is a new fuckery. thing. Doors, doors like a are thing. a lot cheaper than tables. That's why, because <laughs> I've seen it and a lot of wrestling especially if motherfuckers are Kijiji in it and like keeping their eyes peeled. Like that's that's where it's at. That's the reason because it's, it's just cheaper. Because yeah, I've I've seen them like 
they're actually using a door for this match and i'm like <laughs> yeah that's why in like deathmatch and like a lot of the hardcore promotions uh, it's it's replaced it they're exponentially uh cheaper <laughs> it's like i would have put a doorbell on the side of the door so when i was about to power bomb the wrestler to the door be like oh, you right, hear the doorbell go off. yeah like, like we did uh we did like a death's door match during the pandemic at like some like farm and somebody actually donated doors that were like, they actually like airbrushed, like really sweet. Right. To fancy it up. Yeah. And then just stapled a bunch of barbed wire to them. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I've also done uh, actually what I call a failed uh, Taipei death match. So I, uh, I was wrestling Joe uh, Itel out in New York. Uh, he came over here and we were supposed to have a fans bring the weapons Taipei death match. Mm. Uh, promoter wanted us to put the glass on our hands in the ring. So it's not like we could bring a hot glue gun out there. So I wanted to try it with super glue. So we got the super glue on our hands. We're putting our hands in this bucket of glass and it's not sticking. And like the guy is pushing my hands in hard enough that I'm almost starting to cut my hands Ooh. trying to put the, get the glass on it. So I look at Joe and I go, you know what? Basically like, trust me. And he gives me the, okay. I grab the bucket of glass and I just dump it. It's all broken glass, dump it out all over the ring. And I'm like, this is how we start the match. We couldn't give them Taipei because the glass wouldn't stick to our fists. So fuck it. Let's just dump the glass all over this ring and fuck some shit up. And he bled oh, for hours. <laughs> yeah. I got lucky. I stopped bleeding relatively early, but he bled for hours. Oh, jeez. Have you ever yeah. been exploding a uh, barbed wire match yet or not yet? What's that? Exploding, you, you said? Exploding yeah. barbed wire match. Have you ever been exploding? Uh, no. Um, I've been at a show where, like, the main, like, I've wrestled the last No Ring North, or two No Ring North shows ago. Um, and the main was Warhead versus Rene Dupree. Ooh. Wow. So, Rene Dupree did a No Ring death match. And the finish was Rene Dupree hitting Warhead with an exploding barbed wire baseball bat. Oh, wow. Oh, so, if you get a chance to check that out from No Ring North, there's something you never expected to see. Rene Dupree doing a no ring death match like, like Rene and Dupree, using like an exploding barbar baseball bat. That Rene Dupree, like the yeah, Rene Dupree, yeah, yeah, like in camp, yeah. I saw his both thing and then Rene Dupree. <laughs> he, he has his own podcast too. He has his own podcast too. Yeah, Cafe de Rene. Oh, jeez. Well, if you talk to him, tell him we say hi. We, we're doing a podcast month. Yeah, he wants to do another No Ring North show. That, that's the only promotion I've crossed uh, paths with him. So if I'm going to cross paths with him, that's the promotion it'd be for. Mm. Yeah. Well, tell him we are doing podcast month in April. We, we're always looking for podcasts that we're not familiar with. <laughs> He's probably super busy, though, right? He's traveling. <laughs> and yeah, that. The, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah he, he wants the he green too, right? <laughs> Not a ton. I just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It happens. I understand. He hasn't been on my podcast either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly I'm not exactly, you know, a rich 
no indie wrestler at my wrestler level really is right now. There's I was no, actually uh, listening to on Chris Van Vliet. He told some good stories on Chris Van Vliet. Yeah, he, so yeah, he does have some good stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, is there any place else in the country or the the world that you want to do your uh, wrestling? I honestly, I'd love to get as many places as I, as I can. You know, uh, at this point, I've. Uh, only wrestled in a couple of the states and uh over here in ontario i've got shows in new brunswick uh coming up uh hopefully reschedule hopefully they get rescheduled for june at the earliest i'm hoping it's not announced or anything yet but i think that's what they're hoping it was supposed to be april um that was uh, a caddy pro in new brunswick uh that's so once that gets rescheduled, that'll be nice. So a different province. I'd like to get out to Mexico. Uh, I want to go out to New York, get a couple more states in. And uh, there's there's a place I'm eyeballing in England. I don't want to like you know advertise that I'm eyeballing it because there's really no talks at this point. But uh, it's a mental goal. So I'd like to get over to England by the end of the year too. Do Do you have a favorite opponent you worked with or? Uh... Favorite opponent that uh, I've ever worked with. I'd honestly, it's a, a hidden gem from early 2000s, but I'd probably say a guy by the name of Jesse Jones. Uh, and pretty much followed by closely by Eddie Osborne. He was fun to work with. So guys from early in my career. Now it's, you know, there's guys that are fun to work with, but it's, those were my favorites. Like they just stand out. Cause you know, some of the first people that you had good memories with are the ones that stand out to you forever. I mean, I could, I could list the guys that I enjoy working with for fucking hours, but those ones always stand out to me because it was early and it was like the first matches I was happy with. Yeah. Is, is there any like wrestlers that you've been going on YouTube that do the same uh, hardcore wrestling that you watch on YouTube and you go, I want to wrestle that person. Oh fuck! I mean, any of the forty-four O guys. Obviously, anybody who does deathmatch wrestling would love to tie it up with Gage before uh, he hangs it up. It, you know, a lot of the IWA Mid South guys like their deathmatch stuff. It's you know, it, it's infinite, right? There's a wrestler we keep in contact with. His name is Chad Epic. He's like the king of deathmatch wrestling over in the states. Yeah, in in the Boston area. Boston area. In the Boston area. Okay, I was gonna say, whoa, that's a bold claim. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely check him out. He's he's called the greatest man, the greatest heel manager. Okay. Yes, Chad. Last great, last great heel manager. Yeah. He's awesome. He's an awesome person. Super he, cool guy. He <laughs> he can cook too. Apparently, he can, he he can, he's a mean barbecuer. Yeah. <laughs> A mean yeah. barbecuer? Yeah, yeah, yeah so, mean, no, he has, was it hot sauce or uh, he has, he own, has hot his sauce. own hot sauce? And he has a ring in his backyard, and his basement has all kinds of hardcore weapons in it. Well, shit. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and apparently, like he, he knows a lot of people in like the deathmatch community. Like mm-hmm. they all know him. Like you're like, oh, Chad. Oh, yeah, I know Chad. Yeah, we know him. <laughs> it's funny is when I started wrestling, I did a lot more hardcore stuff, and then. um a lot of people didn't want me killing myself out there, so I'd shifted gears to more of a traditional style. 
uh did heal for a lot of years that way i could avoid um you know still get to do it a little bit with the heal tactics but uh then all of a sudden i just feel like i lucked out because when i came back to wrestling deathmatch wrestling and hardcore wrestling in general started to surge and thrive again so i was like well shit if the shit that was most fun to me is more acceptable now like fuck yeah let's do it yeah there's like so many so many like matches that you could do in the deathmatch like um thing you could have like you said with the doors you could have like exploding barbed wire matches there's exploding exploding baseball bats now i've never seen that that's that sounds that sounds insane that's that's what what rna used yeah (laughs) like Like, it has has barbed wire on it that's what moxley did to kenny omega during that match yeah exploding barbed wire one that i I, we we ask a lot for our guests that do the hardcore matches what do you prefer tax or legos probably tax okay i'd say honestly at the end of the day when your adrenaline's up there's not much of a pain difference between the two and I, I just love good old traditional tax because they stick in you that, you know, you get, you just get better bang for your buck for visual effects and everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's insane that like, we're just fans, but you guys do it. You guys do something that is for our, our entertainment and your body, you're putting your bodies like on the line for like our Wow, this is so much fun. We're going to watch this guy just go through a table and yeah. like could pop up and maybe not. You know what I mean? Like with Lego, I'm always worried there's going to be like a, you know, like a four long the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, geez. Just perfectly balanced. Yeah. yeah. Poor Lego guy. You, you have you, have you ever stepped on, have you ever stepped on a dog bone before, like a wishbone or something? Cause that, that's, that's kind of like, that's oh. another Lego right there. Oh yeah, that I'd imagine. Like, I've, you only, know, I got, I've only I had, once stepped on one of the like uh toothbrush dog bone things, the green ones with the things on it. Oh yeah, yeah. the green. Oh yeah, God. they suck. <laughs> that's that another that's mean? another mat that's another weapon you could use in one of your matches right there. Is is that an actual weapon that anybody's ever brought to a, a hardcore show? One of those dog bones? <laughs> Has anybody ever brought you that? You suplex before? somebody on there or, or something like that. Yeah. Because they are they are a pain in the ass. They are so, so. There you go. There's another weapon you could use right there. It's like shit. <laughs> I've seen so many people that we've had on the podcast who've asked that question about the Legos. They they are like, oh my god. They're like, oh my god. Legos instantly, no tax. And I said this to one. It was a female wrestler. I said that about the tax, and I said. Legos all day, even though because I have like the little Lego thing here too, <laughs> building Legos, <laughs> and I was like, because you never know how long those tacks have been in the desk drawer that they're bringing. That could have been their uncle's tax when he was. Like, I bring oh that byot. If you know you're doing tax, bring your own fucking tax. Make sure they're new. Make sure they're fucking clean. Don't be a dirt bag. Yeah. If yeah, some promoter but... tries to give me a dirty bag of tax, like I'll bitch slap them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like keep it clean. Like. Always key. That's, that's, like that's number, my number one priority for me when it comes to deathmatch wrestling and hardcore wrestling is keep it fucking clean. Yeah. Like, because I, 
I joked with my mom because we, me and Geek, me and Geek went to our first show together. Was it like thirteen years, Geek? I forgot what it was. Yeah, and I joked to my mom. I said, "Oh, it's this promotion called VPW. I'm just gonna bring my Legos with me. I don't know what kind of show. I think it's hardcore." My mom's like, "Why would you bring Legos with you?" And I said, "Oh, normally some promotions allow you to bring things." She's like, "What kind of wrestling are you watching?" <laughs> Fans bring the weapons matches. <laughs> She's like, "That that that is that, that, that real? That yeah. they really do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, mom." She's like. What is what wrestling these days? I've had some interesting things like in fans bring the weapons matches. Like I've had like a Nintendo classic <laughs> uh, Barbie wrapped in barbed wire. Like oh geez. people get creative. Candy. Oh, no. What's have that? You seen, have you ever seen candy? Someone brought candy and just like suplex. That'd be oh, great. I, I no, no one's ever gave us candy. I Jolly Ranchers. Oh my, my god. god. <laughs> a, 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 one of those big Halloween. Oh, yeah. Something hard. Something like a hard candy, not like you know. You, see, you, slam, you slam them on it, and then like as they're on there, once they work their way up to their knees and they're like this, you just jam a handful in their mouth. Boom, <laughs> super kick. Candy everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So but the I last saying- actually the last no ring show that I did. Uh, the one of the guys that was booked locally, it was his birthday, and that's what he decided to do because, like, his thing is he doesn't exactly grasp hardcore wrestling, so he'll do things like they're hardcore and they're really not. So it was his birthday, and like, he took a handful, like, he took a well, not a handful, but the bottle of sprinkles and like fills this guy's mouth with sprinkles and fucking super kicks him. And I'm like, ducked in the tucked in the corner of the crowd. Sure, shit. Do I not get a sprinkle in my mouth? I'm like, jeez. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane. So I haven't seen it with candy, but I've seen people use sprinkles in a match. So as a hardcore candy. weapon. Hard saying, if I was a hardcore wrestler, I would totally have like a bag of big bag of Jolly Ranchers in my car. Lollipops are another one. Jolly Ranchers hurt. You know what would hurt even more than Jolly Ranchers? Crushed up Jolly Ranchers. Oh, jeez. It's like glass. <laughs> like, crush him up, like smash him with a, a sledgehammer. Yeah. See that? You get, you get ideas. You, you come on, dudes at ringside, you get ideas for your next not so, ideas not, next. not so Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. Not so Jolly there Ranchers. You, you, stick them in, you stick them in like a um, a pillow a pillowcase. You stick them on a table, open them up, smash them all with a hammer, and then take a scraper, stick it in the back of the pillowcase. So when the crowd thinks, oh, he has Jolly Ranchers. And then, like they do for the tax, you just drop the the Jolly Ranch, drop the the thing out. Yeah. And there's all the crushed Jolly Ranchers, and you just throw them in it. Bam! Like it's broken glass. There's a girl in Russia who taped thumbtacks to a steel chair. I don't know if you're. We have to when we when we're off, we'll find her Instagram page. So you could see her. She's insane. <laughs> She's insane. That girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We try to get her. We, we we try to get everybody, but she's busy. She's a busy. That's a busy. That's a busy woman right there. Yeah. She does lots of different shows in Russia and hardcore. Like a lot of hardcore matches. A lot. Wow. And she's little. She's she's a little skinny thing, and she just like shit from Russia is crazy. Like you know, like Alex Nibiev. Out there. You heard of him? No. No. Oh, look him up. He's a psychopath. Oh, okay. He's awesome. 
Yeah, the name is Piper Sweet, by the way. Okay. Piper Sweet, yeah. She has like a mushroom cut. When you find her, her her picture is like a cartoon picture of her face with like a a thing like, oh, what's his name? It's a singer. She has like a lightning bolt. I I can't imagine what a steel chair feels like. Can you imagine a steel chair with thumbtacks attached to it? Probably pretty bad. I haven't <laughs> taken that. I haven't taken that specific weapon combination, right? Like, I've taken like gusset plates to the face, gears and shit like that. But like, you put the weight of a steel chair behind tags, like that's it's that's heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Pretty scary, much. right? All I could yeah. think is I, my friend dared me to hit him with the steel chair in the head and i got scared and he called me a, a, oh you're just a midget and then i was like a uh, little people power wham i just hit him full <laughs> power and i hit him right in the head wham and he's like yeah. i didn't feel that and i'm just like and i i got mad because he said i didn't feel that so that got me even madder <laughs> i hit him in the head again and then he's like ow i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry yeah I think speak like speaking of weapons that were like construct like fucking savagely constructed weapons. I think one of my favorite ones I've seen creatively recently uh is actually a guy I worked with uh by the name of that Kyle. He does a cowbell with gusset plates on it. Oh. And it it's ab- an absolute instrument of destruction. Oof. I love I love I love weapons that like are one handed, like where you could really just they're nice and quick and easy. Hmm. Have you ever done a uh, dog collar match yet? No, I haven't done a dog collar match yet. Hmm. That's one of those matches I'd really like. I'll do a strap match any day of the week, but like the neck is a very important thing. I couldn't. I don't feel like I would do that match with just anybody. Hmm. Yeah, you would have to trust the person, right? Yeah, because like you're that's that's your neck, right? Yeah. yeah. They so. they grab the chain wrong, they could break your neck. You know what? I want I I I'd be in support of a humane dog collar match. You wear a harness. <laughs> oh, where oh god, that's you know, like the dog harnesses. You yeah. just put, you wear a construction harness and you're just clipped together. Yeah, or you get like make it look like the demolition one. They get black, like a leather one with the little. Oh, that was. That, that's another question I was going to ask. Is there any match you refuse not to take? Not really. There hasn't been one presented to me that I've refused to take. It's just all a matter of how it can be done, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, it you know, I'm not actually supposed to die. Yeah, there's supposed to be a safe route out of it, this. So as long as there's a visible safe route, that good to go. Yeah, they. The, when I tell people, oh, we have a deathmatch wrestler coming on the podcast, and I where I work, I work in a grocery store. Immediately, the it's like always a mom or a dad that I told them they, they always have that same face. Oh. Mm-hmm. A oh, what match? Of of what kind of wrestling? I'm like death match. You're like, is that legal? And I'm like, yeah. It's- they don't understand. They don't understand that. They don't understand these days. They think death match means like you're done. <laughs> and they, you can see the tarp going over him. He's yeah. a wrestler. 
Hey, like, they don't understand. It's like I, real, I understand why they don't understand. Like my own family doesn't understand half the time. Yeah, I'll, it's you a know, really hard They're like, "Oh, how's your wrestling going?" I'm like, "Oh, good. Check this clip out." And you know, I got a fucking. Most recently, had a fucking paint roller with gusset plates on it, and the guy fucking rolls it on my head and taps me in the head, and I start bleeding everywhere. And they're like, "Why do you do this?" I'm like, "It's entertaining." Yeah, <laughs> that is how I have fun. It's so many people that look forward to going to a, like a hard show or a cool show. But all this stuff going on in the world, what you guys do gets the, that you not to think about everything that's going on. Yeah, I see it. Like, well, I'm yeah, it's a different world. It's an escape, and like the fact that you can share that with other people and provide that with other people, that's awesome. It's one of the most fun parts. Mm-hmm. Like, I never want to have the most technical match or the coolest match or like the most online revered match. I mostly care about the match that I have for the people in attendance. I rarely give a shit about what it's going to look like on DVD or what it's replay value is going to be. I want to create moments for those people that are there in that moment. And there's some people that do dig that and that's what they watch for. But that's what I, you know, that's what I strive for. Can you can you ever? I know this is kind of sound controversial. Can you ever see Johnny Knoxville in a death match? Absolutely, because he's that guy is doing crazy stuff to his body already. So it's like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I said, I mean, his job is all risk assessment too. Like when he's doing all those stunts, it's okay. Do I have a chance of survival? What's my chance of survival on this? Pretty good. It's gonna hurt. But I'm gonna live, so fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. There's like rumors that he may win the Royal Rumble tomorrow. I'm like, please don't let no. Him. no, no. Oh fuck no, that'd be the worst. That was I rumors know. on Instagram yesterday. I was like, this is a lie. Please don't. Tell I, me I've that. always said, I always said, uh, Nick Gage wrestled David Arquette, right? So why not have Johnny Knoxville versus Nick Gage? Yeah. It could happen. <laughs> but maybe Nick Gage after that is like, no, I'm done with these guys that don't actually <laughs> wrestle death matches because last time a motherfucker freaked out and I cut his neck. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, that's what happened in the David Arquette match. Oh, wow. Yeah, when he was doing the light bulb, he freaked out and David Arquette went to like turn around real fast. So he turned into the into the light tube and it got him in the neck. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. Yeah, he was pretty fucking sour about that. Yeah. But I mean, he like Arcade even said, look at watching it back. Like he knows and he knows like he freaked out. He might have bit off more than he could chew. That's <laughs> his first first actual like death match, and you're against Nick Gage. That's insane. Like you fucking yeah, yeah, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's like, oh god, the, the the king of the death match. You want like I'd get in there and fight Nick Gage. But now, I wouldn't have done that early in my career, let alone it be my first death match. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you take on somebody that's not so like a, a great white shark. That's like the king of it. You don't want to take on the king first. But he's also him. David Arquette, right? Yeah. Like yeah. he's and like if you're gonna if you're gonna redeem yourself, no matter what, <laughs> Nick Cage. Yeah, he yeah. wants to redeem himself from like that 
cheap stunt that happened years ago. But and know? I feel like he has. He's done like I if you like if you've watched his documentary about it, like he's redeemed himself. Mm-hmm. I feel like if anybody hasn't forgiven David Arquette, like they just haven't watched enough. <laughs> that scream monster's still after him, man. He's he's <laughs> retroactively he's retroactively earned his title. Exactly. I don't mind saying David Arquette was a WCW champion now that Nick Gage stabbed him in the neck. There's so many people that you say that and they go, oh, come on. No, stop that. You brought up the pat. The- no, bad flashback. They get him so mad. <laughs> but so he, mad. Did, he did redeem himself. And, and the thing is, with David Arquette, he did what he was told. No one could be mad at him. And he came back and redeemed himself at a point where most people had forgotten about it and not necessarily already forgave him, but just were willing to forget and like, you know, try and blank that out, but it still bugged him. So he came back and did it. So I was like, Oh yeah, I remember how pissed I was about that. Okay. Let's see what you can do now. Yeah, exactly. And the stuff like he was doing with RJ city and all that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Completely. (laughs) So like I said, giant Knoxville, if he wants to redeem himself, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Hey, he'd, he'd only be redeeming himself for Steve-O's actions. Steve-O is the one that was a jackass, so to speak, on like on WWE. Yeah. <laughs> when Umaga yeah. had to whoop that ass. I oh, wouldn't dude. be surprised if they all pop in random spots during the Rumble tomorrow. No. I feel like Steve-O's not invited. Oh, you think so? Well, you, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he did with the thing he did with Umaga. Yeah. The, yeah. Because I haven't seen him throughout all this. Have you guys? Mm, and the stuff no. they've done on screen, and they had like Riddle doing shit with all the jackass guys. I feel like he's, I feel like he's staying home. What did he do with Omaga? Did he no sell the the spike or something? No, he's just smiling after his beating because he's a fucking clown. Yeah, he couldn't help it. I mean, a clown's gonna be a clown. Like I don't. Uh, so then he fucked him up legit. Like it's. Whatever it is, what it is. I mean, Goldberg choked his own son. Like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Exactly. Someone's not selling, you know. You yeah. Gotta give the people what they paid to see. Reality. That's Umaga. You don't fuck with Umaga. Umaga's a bull, a real yeah. bull. That's my one bull. He'll fucking roll your ass over. It's a bulldozer. Yeah, literally. It's a bulldozer. It's like laughing in the faces of a bull with a red t-shirt on. Ha <laughs> ha Dead. <laughs> like, uh. What would you say the craziest hardcore spot you've taken? Ooh, craziest hardcore spot I've taken. I'd probably... I'd probably have to say it, it'd be the it'd be a barbed wire door that um, we would find out on the fly was the very hard solid type. Oh, one of those, Joe. Another story like that. Yeah, yeah. we just went to war with it. Um. And it hurt a lot. And that'd be probably one of the dumber spots I've done. Uh, craziest spot as far as or thing that 
blew my mind because I didn't even know it was coming. It was done shoot in the middle of a match was uh, my opponent took a guy in a wheelchair and full tilt as fast as his fat ass could run, pushed the wheelchair into me. And like, basically I sold it like one would sell a ring post or something, (laughs) but I had no idea it was coming. And then he later on in the match pulled the knife out. What? Pull the knife out? Yeah, like just as part of the match. We oh, well, actually, my... oh. the guy wrestled actually, me and him traveled from Canada to Michigan together to wrestle this show in Detroit. And we went to Gibraltar Trade Center and he bought a knife while we we're at the trade center to bring back home with him that he thought was cool. So on the fly in the match, he was like, Fuck it, I'm gonna use this knife. Crazy. That's kind of reminds me of the story that uh um, one of the wrestlers had a, uh, was on a podcast. He actually, um, actually went through a real table. Yeah, like you were telling us just about uh, like the ta- the table, like uh, the door was real. Yeah, yeah, well, it actually, hasn't been gimmicked. Yeah, yeah, those, exactly. Those real I am the table moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he told us this, so heavy. He told us. Yeah, he told us a story. Yeah, it's like, and he realizes, oh shit. This is not a gimmick table. This is an actual real table. Actually, so, I have to give a shout for cool looking hardcore spots. I also have to give a shout out to a recent match that actually hasn't been released yet, but it it was from the pandemic. Uh, we did a uh, we did a match with light tubes, but they were plugged in and functional. So the lights on while we're doing the match, like just oh, some long extension cords and plugged in. Mm. I had to hurt. Must have been hot. The extra weight, the extra weight, because it's in a little ballast, right? So the extra weight behind it, it's not like uh, when a light tube breaks and then it's gone. You're also getting that blunt force. Mm. Oh, shit. Oof. But yeah. He put someone through like a real table, which is crazy too. Didn't it wasn't a side effect too? He used the, did the was, side effect. Si- the match was a side effect. The finishing move was a side effect through the table. And he told his opponent, "I'm sorry, but it's not a gimmick table. This is going to hurt really, really bad." I've had tables that I found out the hard way weren't gimmicked mm. at the last minute, and uh, that sucked. Because I had somebody like we're basically, I was going to suplex them off the apron through the table on the outside. They slide underneath me and power bomb me off the apron. It just breaks ever so slightly, so I'm like cradled in this table. Oh, and they geez. look at and they look at me and go, "What the fuck do I do?" I'm like, "Go do a cannonball." Oh God. Literally had like it was uh wrestler Jen Blake. So she goes up, does a big ass cannonball right on top of me, and boom, that does her. Mm. She was small, but she got momentum. Yeah, definitely definitely spread the name our name through all your hardcore friends. We definitely would love to have them come on so they could tell some of their stories. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I've promoted it on my Facebook and all that and uh, Twitter and Instagram. And usually uh, 
people chatted up, asked me how it was, all that stuff. And I mean, obviously, I'll tell them, fucking come, come chill. It's a good time. We, we talk about everything food. So, like, we didn't get to the food topic. This is like one of my favorite questions. What kind of food do you like? What is your favorite food? I'm a pizza guy. Oh, <laughs> definitely. So, I'm from Windsor, Ontario. Um, Windsor, Ontario is actually strangely uh, great find for pizza. It's got a very defined style, so much so that there's places in like Alberta, so other side of the country, that call themselves Windsor Pizza because they do the same style. Um, and that Windsor style pizza is like uh, like a cornmeal finish on the bottom, like on your crust. And uh, the shredded pepperoni, uh, canned mushrooms. Got to be fucking canned mushrooms <laughs> to be that like Windsor style. But yeah, good yeah. shit. Really good shit. A lot of people when they leave Windsor, they're like, "I miss the pizza." I, mm. I also noticed the Batman poster on your your wall. You look. You see the new trailer today or no? Uh, I haven't seen the new trailer today. No, I have not. There's the penguins in the new trailer. Excellent. Yeah. It's honestly the movie, the Batman movie I've been least excited for ever, but I'm willing to be surprised. Definitely. Which is better than I usually go in with high, medium to high expectations and get disappointed. So if I just drop the bar on the ground, he might pick it up. (laughs) Exactly. So it might be, it might be actually worth it because you know, you never know those movies that are underrated usually end up being good. It kind of like it. It's like to me, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a setup Batman. This one is because he's not the big old scary Batman with the huge Batmobile. His Batmobile is almost like a setup Batmobile. Just well, I see that's where and that's where like I already almost first start, started getting turned off is when he was like, "I'm not working out or getting big for the role," and I was like, "You motherfucker, you get to be Batman." <laughs> How would it got so like jacked? if somebody was like Tim, you can be Batman. All you got to do is uh, look like Batman. I'd be at like needlestomorrow.com before I could even blink. Yeah, I would. I would have hired. The I won't do that for wrestling, but I would do that. I wouldn't do needles for wrestling, but yeah, uh, I'll do the juice to be Batman. <laughs> I would find the coolest, most strongest personal trainer i could find in the state of pennsylvania and have them outside my house at 5 a.m the next day just to get myself my my body into shape <laughs> like i'm like i'm gonna be batman i'm only batman in five months can you come to my house snowing yeah. better be here tomorrow or you're fired <laughs> yeah just just live with me yell at me in the morning to get the fuck out of bed yell at me to work out just just push me. Slap the candy and the and the and the pizza out of my hand. <laughs> like <laughs> and I'm surprised they let that shit slide because I feel like on the Marvel side of the movie world, like there's the Marvel diet. I swear there's the Marvel diet. Cause they turn like Marvel Studios turns like everyday guys and gals into like legitimate looking superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you look at them when they're done with their movie and you're like that was Black Widow? Holy crap. Like, what? Yeah. Every every Marvel movie is freaking awesome. I don't think there's, there's usually a bad Marvel movie. I mean, there are a couple, but there's... No, Marvel movies are like pizza, man. Even when they're shitty, they're still pretty good. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I think lately the... 
it said said that this the DC movies have been the Papa John's of the pizza world. Yeah. <laughs> they look are, but when you finally eat them, you're like, this is horrible. <laughs> Domin- Domino's is another one. Yeah. I don't mind Domino's. I used to hate it when I was younger. When they changed their sauce, I stopped hating on them and they got a good deal around where I'm from. Like, uh, like the, I don't know if they do the same deal in the States where it's like the 50% Monday and then I collect the points. So like a lot of times like I'd watch Raw and get like my free pizza and I'm like, this is the shit. <laughs> I remember I in uh, when I was still going to the baseball games a lot, the Yankees would score like five runs. You get your pizza like 10% or 20% off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, when I was at the game and they scored five runs, they would play in the John's, go Joe, or whatever. Uh, Papa, 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 John. Whenever I go to games where they have those kind of deals, right, I always feel like it's a bad fucking omen. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. Because now my team's not going to win and I'm not getting fucking ice cream. You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. I'm always at the game when they score the five runs. And it's like. See, I have the reverse of that look. Yeah. I get worried that like they're not going to score five runs. It's gonna be like five. It's gonna be like three to three to one. Yankees are losing three to one. I'm like, great. <laughs> or they don't get to the. They don't get. They get. They only score four runs. And I'm like, oh, we didn't get the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, then, but I mean, for like, I mean. For Canada, I mean, obviously the Raptors have had their success recently, but like we got like the Leafs and we've got Montreal, which has had like no success in the hockey thing, which is embarrassing because like Canadian teams have not been having much success. And in that's weird because Canadians are like a lot of people deem as a Canadian sport. Stuff. You know what I mean? Like that stuff, it's crazy. That's insane. So, um, where can people find you? What's that? Where can people find you? Oh shit! I am easily findable on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at PD Skills Show. Uh, my show can be found on uh, Spotify, Apple, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. Google, Amazon, Podbean, all that good stuff. Uh, the PD Skills Show. Uh, always interviewing uh, people I've come across uh, through wrestling. I've been on a little bit of a hiatus for the last month or so, trying to do some reformatting of the show. But uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. And if you hit up my Facebook uh, page, PD Skills at PD Skills Show, uh, you can get my T-shirts, uh, all designed by myself, of course. Uh, great deals through the end of February. <laughs> and, uh, do you have any upcoming matches too, or uh... Uh, right now being advertised? As there's been a lot of uh, I'm in Ontario. And there's been uh, a lot of restrictions put back down on us. Uh, I know I have shows coming sooner than this. They haven't been announced, so I can't announce them. However, gotcha. tentatively, April 9th, London, Ontario, uh, No Ring North, WrestleMania. I will be there. I do not know who my opponent is yet, but I will definitely be defending the hybrid championship uh, come hell or high water. It's just a uh, matter of who's coming to smoke up and throw down. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've been an awesome guest, by the way, telling Thank you. Stories. You've been awesome, dude. You had so yeah. many cool stuff you were talking about. Glad. Hey, I'm glad. Thank you guys for having me. And uh, I'm glad to be a good guest. 
Hopefully yeah, you can come back in the future. We can talk more hardcore we'll stuff. Definitely, you know? We'll definitely have you come on later in the year. We'll have, you'll probably have yeah, to- anytime. I, you know, I got, I'm always, uh, if I'm not wrestling, I'm at home. And if, you know, it's during the week, it's usually pretty easy to catch me. All right. Well, this is Joe Panther the third and Metal Geek and and Beatty Skills. And Seriously. we will catch you guys in the next one.